We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our live once again. It is the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast and Best Bets live stream. It is Thursday morning. That gentleman you see next to me is the one and only Jeffrey Goodman. And we have a special guest today. It is Pat Kelsey, the head coach of the Winsworth Eagles, currently getting ready to head to the NCAA tournament. Pat, how you doing, man? What's going on? Congratulations. Hey, Rob. Hey, Goody. Thanks for having me. It's an honor to be here. Congrats. Um, obviously, a hell of a year. We, we we talked, you and I, about, I don't know, a month or so ago, maybe a little bit more than that. And um, the thing that really kind of blew me away was the construction of, of this Winthrop team. And obviously, you, you've done a great job with this program over the last few years. Um, but one of the big things that you kind of told me was, how you do it transfer-wise, and the fact that so many programs are so hell-bent on getting those D1 transfers, uh, and you've done a great job with with D2 transfers. Um, I know you don't want to give me the the actual formula. You you were very uh, adamant about that when we talked uh, a month or so ago, but but what is it about the D2 transfers, the the non-D1 transfers, that's been able to work for you? Yeah, you know, I'd say first and foremost, it's not we're hell-bent on just D2 transfers. But we want, if we take a transfer, it has to be a transfer with a certain mentality. And so many times you find a guy that's at a lower level that's coming up to a higher level that has a a different type of determination about him, a chip, if you will, that chip on your shoulder, uh, the mentality that they're willing, wanting to bet on themselves to prove the world wrong. And I'm not saying every D1 to D1 transfer is not that way. Um, I think each situation is different. But there's something about that, 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 that mentality, underdog, if you will, fighter, um, it, that, that really, really appeals to me and appeals to our program. And we've had great success with many uh, Division II transfers. We have two here right now in uh, Adonis Arms and in Chandler Vaudrin, who was just recently By the named way. our conference. And that's rocking a lid right now, no question. So, Pat, I got to ask you about Chandler Vaudrin. Six foot seven point guard, three triple doubles this season. Uh, Were you expecting this kind of performance out of him? And and break down his game a little bit for people that have not seen him play. Because he's he's different. He's he's unique. Very unique point guard, six seven, big, strong body. Uh, The true definition of a matchup nightmare where – Smaller guards have a lot of problems with them. Bigger guys, if you try to do switching, struggle with him off the bounce. Um, 
that mentality that I spoke of earlier really uh, um, exemplifies what makes Chandler really special. He's unbelievably driven kid, tough-minded, uh, competitive, and really grew during his redshirt year. You know, he had a lot of areas that were major weaknesses of his that he owned. One is, you know, he'll be the first to tell you he thought he had a lot of the answers, and he was humbled in a lot of ways, owned it. Um, and then worked on his basketball weaknesses as well. He wasn't a good shooter, was not a good free throw shooter, and worked tirelessly on both of those. But he's just that type of guy that Coach used to say, when you have an elite guard, lead guard especially, you give him the ball, you give him the ball at 7 p.m. and he gives it back to you safe and sound at 9. He runs the team on the floor. He's our engine. He's one of our major leaders in the locker room. And it's just a great luxury as a coach to have an extension of your coaching staff on the floor all the time. He truly is special. So one, one of the reasons why I think you guys can win a game in the NCAA tournament uh, is DJ Burns. You, you've got a big boy who can match up, a high major big man, right? I mean, that, that that's a difference maker, isn't it? I mean, we saw it in the championship game uh, early. Yeah, and you know what he's really evolving into is a guy that's more accountable and more trustworthy in terms of uh, being consistent with his performances. I, I used to say for a while he was like a Ferrari. You know, Ferrari, you know, he doesn't look like a Ferrari, but, you know, whatever it was, a, a Land Rover, a, a Hummer, whatever it was, a very expensive car. But I said a Ferrari because, you know, he was good when the weather was nice. You know, kind of that sunshine soldier and summer patriot, as Skip Prosser used to talk about. But you'd go into the games and you couldn't totally rely that you were going to get that elite DJ that we know he's capable of. And he's really been that more and more. Uh, what's great about him is when the lights are the brightest and the moments are the biggest is usually when he's the best. You look at his performance, fellas, last year in the conference finals, we were down 15 to Hampton in the first half, 15 points. And he had the greatest performance I've seen him have in a winter uniform until the one he had this year on championship Sunday when the stakes were the highest and the lights were the brightest. And he was really, really good. The more he becomes consistent in his elite approach is when he's going to continue to be an elite player. Uh, I just love coaching him. He's, uh, you know, we talk about those D2 to D1 transfers, and we haven't taken many one-to-one transfers, but he's as humble of a heart as you'll ever find. Talk a guy that that understands his weaknesses and owns them. That's DJ. He's a great kid to be around. He's got an electric personality, and he's got a really bright future here at Winthrop. So, Pat, you mentioned last year's championship game. Um, you qualified for the NCAA tournament last year, and obviously that did not happen. So how rewarding was it to get this group of guys to actually have their their shot? You know, I mean, you guys went, what was it, 22-1 and one this season? So whatever it was in one loss. So how rewarding was it to be able to say, okay, we got it done. Now we're going to the big dance. 23, but who's counting? But, <laughs> Math uh, is not my know, strong suit. It's, it's, it's hard to do. Um, we did it the hard way. Let's, let's face it. The reality is – where we're at in our conference, traditionally, historically, we've never had an at-large bid. So we understood that we were going to have to get back to this weekend, no matter how great of a regular season had. I think at one point we had won 18, 17 in a straight or something like that. Uh, we had to be great in this weekend. We had to be firing all, on all cylinders when the, when the stakes were the highest, when everybody was back to zero and zero. We won the league by five games, but then all of a sudden it went back to an even playing field. We had to play – First of all, High Point was coached by a Hall of Famer and Tubby Smith, who we had just beat twice in a row. We had to play him for a third time in a row. 
and then, you know, won each game by an average, I think, of like 26, 27 points. So we sure as heck didn't do it the easy way. We took the hard way. Uh, but it was just the, the, our whole deal, and this is coach speak, and it sounds simple, but I'm telling you, this was our deal. From the moment the NCAA tournament shut down, we had a three-month quarantine. They came back for summer school. And because we have a, such a veteran team, we were able to do this. There was just a, a, an approach of excellence in everything we did from the first weightlifting session to the first workout, to the first practice of the preseason, to every film session, there was a team that was really leaning forward and striving for greatness. And again, man, it's, it sounds like boring coach speak, but it's what this team was all about. Way more process oriented than results oriented. We knew if we were elite in our preparation, results would take care of themselves because uh, we had great pieces within our organization. So I'm glad to be continuing to play. It was so much fun to look at the practice plan yesterday, and it says <laughs> March 10th at yeah. the top. And you know you're still playing and preparing, and that's a great feeling in coaching. Hey, Kels, be- before we let you go, um, Lou Hill, we had two Division One head coaches pass away this year, Anthony Stewart uh, of UT Martin and Lou Hill of, of uh, Texas Rio Grande. And-, and it just got me thinking, obviously, about Skip, right? I mean – just got me thinking because obviously of, of how he passed and the grind and everything like that. And just give me what, what, what you've learned from him as you go into this. I know you can't put it into one, one minute segment. I know you, you probably, there would be a book, but I miss Skip Prosser so much just because of his personality, Kels. Yeah. I mean, we're, I, I, geez, we don't have enough time. And I know you guys have a hard stop here in a little bit. You know, I, I think the, the, the best thing I could say, and Dino said it at his funeral, he was one of the ones that gave a eulogy, uh, Chris Paul, Eddie DeCellis, Dino, myself. Um, you know, Dino said he might be the most successful coach in the history of college basketball to not have an enemy. Yeah. You know, yeah. And we all know in this business, that's virtually impossible. But he just had this folksy way about him where, uh, yes, he was a Pittsburgh guy. Uh, ate gravel for breakfast. His dad worked in the steel mill, blue collar as blue collar gets. He wanted to rip your face off in competition. Hated to lose like nobody I've ever been around before, but he was just such a class act and a gentleman and such an example as to how you can be an elite professional, but at the same time, be elite person, treat people the right way, live your life the right way and leave a legacy that'll last a lifetime. How? by all the, the young men that he coached and all the coaches that, that uh, were able to coach under him, the example he set. And um, for that reason, we all pay that forward or try our best to pay it forward. We can't hold a match to the type of coach and person that he was, but all the people that came underneath him continue to teach the lessons that he taught to our constituents every single day. Just like you said, Goody, I miss him every single day. And uh, he continues to live on in the minds and hearts of myself and all the people that I've coached and been around. Well said, Pat. Well said. We, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, get ready. Get packed because you got to leave Saturday uh, for Indy, don't you? Yeah, it's cool, man. Rock the hill. Thanks, my man. We'll talk Thanks, soon. Pat. All right, guys. All right, all right Robert. Now we'll move on to today's slate, which is absolutely loaded. I feel bad that we're we're cutting our viewers short here a little bit, but we want to bring something different to the table, give guys some insight into 
why some of these teams have a chance to win a game in the NCAA tournament. So we're going to we're going to do that uh, as much as we can here over the next week. Uh, while still, Rob, if you notice, he, he he's actually well dressed. He has something uh, at nine twenty nine thirty that he's got to do. So pretty pretty uh, big name, pretty big name. Sixteen shining moment. Baby. We got a pretty pretty big name. We got a good one coming. So yep. Um, let's start with today. Uh, what game are you looking forward to the most? Because the one that I'm looking forward to the most is the rematch of West Virginia and Oklahoma State. They've played twice this season, and they've been absolute no, barn no, leadership. No, 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 no. The game you're looking forward to the most has to be Duke-Florida State. Like, are you out of your mind? That is the game. It's the game. If they win, they're in. You have, you have, you have 45 seconds to say what you need to say about Duke, and then we're moving on from Duke. Go ahead. Go. 45 seconds. Clock you hate ticking. Duke, Clock you hate Duke but Mark Williams, my man. Mark oh, Williams Mark is a Williams. star. What did I say yesterday? I think I said I have, yesterday. I have, I have a question for you, um, yeah. a serious question. Uh, how how did Coach K get DeAndre Ayton into Mark Williams' jersey without anybody realizing that it was DeAndre Ayton? Now, it helps that Louisville's got no good bigs. Okay, it does help that, that way. But regardless – I tweeted out, and everybody killed me. Coach K knows more than you. I said, if Coach K had been playing Mark Williams big minutes from, from the outset, and I know he wasn't ready. I get he wasn't ready, but sometimes you just got to force feed guys and understand that it's going to it's gonna speed up their progress. That's yeah. all. Uh, I got to – let me ask you a question. Yeah. So, do you know why Mark Williams wasn't getting minutes at the five at the very start of the season? It wasn't just because he wasn't ready. Well, he didn't fit. He didn't fit with the other two who, guys. Who was playing at the five? Well, it, it was uh, – well, your Jaylen boy Tape was getting some minutes. Was it, was it Jalen Johnson that was playing yes. at the five? Yes. Oh, well, so Jalen Johnson's gone, and now Mark Williams is able to get minutes. Hmm. Right. Interesting right. how that worked out. Interesting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, and, he and Matthew Hurt fit together. That's yeah. that's the the biggest thing is they complement each other. Where like you, we've talked about. And we we won't go into this much more, but Jalen Johnson uh, and Matthew Hurt just didn't complement each other all that well. And Jalen Johnson wasn't nearly as bought in as Mark Williams is. Yeah. Uh, but Duke does need this win. If they get this win against Florida, they're getting, State, they're getting four points. They're getting four points. Let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the lines. We got we got ten minutes before I got to get out of here. So let's talk about the lines. What do we got? All right. All right, so I don't love that line. I just think that game is the game to watch. Um, what's your favorite line for tonight? Uh, my favorite line for tonight is yeah. you got to you got to take that hat off. All right, you got to put on the, the the red and white hat that you have. This one, the red and white hat that you have. This one, yeah, for big coach of the year, Mike Anderson <laughs> getting a point and a half. This baby. one. Yeah, Big East Coach of the Year, Mike Anderson getting a point and a half. You cannot give Mike Anderson a point and a half at home. Not when he's getting Posh Alexander back. Look not when he just beat up on Seton Hall uh, three days ago. Mike Anderson, baby. When he you know when they win the Big East tournament, Goodman. When when St. John's makes a run and wins oh the Big East tournament, I want where I'm going to bring him on to this show and make he him apologize to his face. He will not. He will not come on unless I'm not here. <laughs> Once when. Uh, I did their game in Portland, uh, the PK-80, and I'll give him credit. He wouldn't do the interview. I asked him to do it. I, I knew we hadn't talked in years, uh, but he at least let one of his players um, do the interview. What am I on one? Huh? You're, you're on one today. He's Joe, Goodman is on one every day. 
every <laughs> single day. Um, yeah, but I, no. So the the logic behind that is just that uh, Seton Hall's point guard play is always a problem. Um, I I think that uh, with Posh back, it just makes that press all the more effective for St. John's. Yeah. And this is just a matchup that that I've been targeting all week. Uh, I I'm glad that St. John's was getting points. I kind of thought that it was going to be the other way. Um, so as long as St. John's is getting points, I'm going to be on the money line in that spot. I'm pretty, I, I feel confident about them, um, advancing. I like the other early game in the Big East too. And you know who I'm on there? You are on the Georgetown Hoyas. The Georgetown Hoyas. It's oh, like, like it's 1985 in the Big East again, baby. It might be. I mean, what, I'm on what is going on here? Let's go. I, I, but look. Are you on DePaul honestly, too? Uh, am I on DePaul? No. Like, have you not noticed the bit that every time UConn plays, I say I say that I'm betting on UConn. I think. Have you not noticed that? I, I have. I have. Every single, little... I picked UConn every single game that they've played that we've done the show. They've been my on. favorite um, line is Rutgers giving three against Indiana today. I, I think it's over. I think Indiana's stick a fork in them. Uh, Rutgers, you know, like again, I know like Rutgers isn't playing for a ton, but. They're still at a point where you want momentum going into the NCAA tournament. They need to lock themselves in, um, given three against an Indiana team that has looked awful, awful lately. Yeah, I I, I like that. Um, I, I'm just, what else you got? I, I'm, a, I'm a little bit worried about Rutgers. Like, I, I don't – I feel like they are capable of a stinker. And maybe it's just because, like, I've gotten them wrong every time that I've bet on them so far this season. But it just does not feel – I don't know. I never I never feel confident in Rutgers. But, like, the, the logic that you're taking is the way that I would want to go if I was betting yeah. that game. Um, uh, Carolina. Carolina. Love Carolina. Only given three against a Virginia Tech team that's been in a pause. Carolina beat the living mm-hmm. uh, Jesus out of Notre Dame. Really, really like the Tar Heels here. Really like Yeah. Them. I was going to say that. It, it really does feel like North Carolina is peaking. And it also really does feel like that weird loss to Marquette had everything to do with playing like this random non-conference game in the middle of conference season. Like we saw it, same thing happen to Kansas. Kansas like almost lost to UTEP at home playing yep. a weird non-conference game um, in the middle of league play. Uh, are, Oklahoma's getting three points against Kansas tonight without David McCormick and without Tristan and Naruna. McCormick's been – the best player for Kansas so far this season. They've turned their offense into something where they build it around McCormick in the post. Without him there, I don't know where they're going to get the offense from in the paint. Uh, Oklahoma played yesterday. They did not look great against Iowa State. They lost four in a row coming into the tournament, but this is when they need to really turn things around. Do you like the Sooners there? I don't I don't love the game. I just – I don't have any – like, yes, if it were like last year's Brady Manic or even two years ago, I would like the Sooners. I just haven't seen out of him what I need to see. And his toughness, I don't think is going to be able – like M- Mitch Lightfoot against Brady Manick. Mitch Lightfoot is is tougher. And I'm not sure – honestly, I'm not sure that's not a better matchup for Kansas because he can get out on him. He can defend him on the perimeter. And that's all Brady Manick really is, is dangerous at, right, is shooting threes at this point. Um, where McCormick, there's no way he'd be able to go out now again. On the other end, McCormick would, would – eat Brady Mannix lunch uh, in the post. They're not going to be able to take advantage of that. I don't love this game uh, either way, to be honest. I, I think the 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 game what, – what do you like, Michigan State, Maryland? I so mean, that's that's actually the game I, – I said this at the beginning and you, you yeah. laughed at me, but this like 11.30 a.m. window, yeah. I'm so fired up. 
Yeah, like, I love 30 and 12. Yes. Yeah, Oklahoma State, West Virginia, Michigan State, Maryland, and Syracuse, Virginia. I'm going to – so um, this is a little peek behind the scene at the the, the Dosser compound, but um, my office has been taken over by my wife because she needs the she needs the desk. She's working from home. She's on calls all day. She needs the big monitor. It's hard for her to work. She's more out. important than you. She is more important than me. I, I've, I've never denied yeah. that. I'm a trophy husband. So, um, But my office is where I have the two TV screens set up. So I need to come up with a good excuse that allows me to get into the office today so I could have the two TVs, I could have the computer monitor so I can watch all three of these games at noon. Like in the chat, I need help. You guys got to come up, help me come up with something. What, what am I going to say to get back into my office today? I don't know, but I'm moving downstairs. Although I got some stuff to do this afternoon, but I'm going to try to downstairs. I got the two TVs here. I got one. I got a couple computers. So I, I can make it work here, but I might have to move downstairs. For yeah. those. So um, anyway, in those games, I – I really like Oklahoma State um, plus three. I'll probably be on the money line there. All all these these lines, by the way, I should have mentioned is are from Bet Rivers. You can see the power by Bet Rivers. You can see the promo code special right there. They have some good deals and some good specials for March Madness. So make sure you download the app or go to betrivers.com to sign up. Um, yeah, I like I like broken fire stick, Tim. I want to know what this is. Get four games on one screen at once. The fire stick? Who said that? No, he said, got to get a jailbroken fire stick. Fire what stick. does that mean? I don't know. Tell yeah, us good idea, Jimmy. I'm with you, Jimmy. Spot she won't go. Gabrielle is going to a spa day, not, not in the pandemic. Well, I mean, she's 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 fully vaccinated now. She got both the shots. All so right, send her the damn spa. Get her. Yeah, it's worth the money. Go get your nails, nails done. I got, I'll, hey, I'll I got you a certificate. Here you go. Um, yeah, so I like Oklahoma State. I do think that West Virginia, I don't trust their defense. I don't trust their ability to keep people out of the lane. Um, I think that they are going to struggle against teams that have guys that can put the ball on the floor and get to the rim. And as Mike Boynton told us the other day, um, wait, was that on was that on the group chat? I don't remember where it was. He said somewhere, he told us somewhere that uh that he expects Caden Ice to be playing today. Um, and if you're going to give me Cade and Ice against a team that just gave up 31 points to Avery Anderson, ee, that's a tough matchup. So I love Oklahoma State there. Um, I also love Michigan State. And their logic is simple. Yeah, One of those teams yeah. has Tom Izzo. Yeah. You're going to tell I mean, me I can get so Tom Izzo? Yeah. Yeah. Maryland's not that good. They're not overmatched at any spot, really, against Maryland. Um, and they're playing good basketball. They are. I mean, to yeah. me, it, to me, again, I, I I like that one. I kind of like Ole Miss, giving seven against South Carolina. So, South actually, Carolina, I'm a dead now, team. That have, now that you mentioned Ole Miss, we have uh, Michigan State very much on the bubble, Duke very much on the bubble, Syracuse very much on the bubble, Ole Miss very much on the bubble. Um, which one of those teams do you think uh, can, can survive the win? Can any of them, all of them? What do you got there? I mean, again, I, I think – Survival loss. I'm sorry, I spoke. I misspoke. Seton Hall, St. John's is kind of the knockout game. Um, then you got the the Mountain West games too, the bubble games that are important mm-hmm. today with Colorado right. State, Utah State, and Boise. All three of those are, are right on the bubble. So there's about eight teams on the bubble right now, and uh, that, that are right there. And and I think Duke can put themselves there, and maybe at the front of it because they've got the biggest game in front of them. You know, they've got the win that can move them. They already beat a Louisville team that's probably in the field. And now if you beat Florida State, it's just such a big, important win 
um, that I think it puts them. So Michigan State, honest, I think honestly, I think I think Michigan has a very good chance to get in, even with a loss to Maryland. I think the win over Maryland just is it. They're in. They're yeah. they're it's, it's they're not well, even. They're avoiding play. the first four. They're avoiding the first four if they yes. win this. Yes, that, that's, that's what it is. Um, Syracuse, I think that they're probably in if you beat if you beat Virginia. Yeah. Um, but I think that you might. They're in. I think you're in again if you beat Virginia. I think you're in because they can just. Well, I, I always say it, like you you have a very strong argument to get in if you beat Virginia. Right. Um, but I still think that they probably want to get one more win if they're going to feel comfortable. Um, also, for the record in that game, I really like the over. Uh, Syracuse doesn't really guard. They play that zone. Virginia shoots a ton of threes, um, and Syracuse is going to run. And, and like the, the, if there's one thing Syracuse can actually do this year, it's run and score. So uh, I like the I like over 132 in that game. Um, we had some questions about Kentucky laying three. I'm obviously going to be on Kentucky here. Like I, that, that's there's there's no there's no logic in that one. I just want Kentucky right. to win. So like yeah, I, I want to. That's one of those ones where it's like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to bet on the team that I want to win. And uh, Yeah, you kind of – I mean, again, I feel like most of these instances you're, you're going with the team that needs the win against the team that, that, that generally – now, Kentucky is a little different because they need it. Mississippi State needs it the same way. But, like, you know, a Michigan State, um, you know, a Duke, some of these teams that clearly need these wins desperately to get in. And it'll be interesting to see if they come through. Uh, enough of them come through, at least. All right, and and so one last one. I'm going to put all of these are going to be up on BetSperts. Um, make sure you go check yeah, BetSperts. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last one that I I really really like is Kansas State getting 20 points against Baylor. Kansas State's been playing much much better of late. It feels like they've turned a corner. They've won some games. Um, I do expect this game to be somewhat low scoring. I don't think that's going to be able to get up into the 80s. And if you can give me 20 points in a game that I expect to kind of be in that 70-point range, I want to be on it. Kansas State has been better offensively. Um, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, Kansas, they, like they've been that. better offensively. Um, yeah. Baylor's had some issues defensively. They haven't been as great. Their rotations aren't quite there. Uh, I'm not going to go through that spiel because I don't really have the time to do it right now. But um, I, I, like, I like Kansas State there. I also – Texas. Plus one hundred four on the money line. The yeah, I, I don't understand that. Again, I, I'm 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 all in with Texas. I'm all in with Texas again. Um, I, I think they're 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 just so talented and and experienced, and they got their mojo back. Terrence Clark is back. Is he back? Is he going to play or just practice? Like, I, I don't know what's going on with Terrence Clark. I don't really care because uh, it, it, it's irrelevant to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, listen, that all is right. all we have. Make sure that you go and you follow us on the bet, the bet spurts app. That's B E T S P E R T S like ex- experts, but bet spurts. So um, that's where all of my picks are going to be. Uh, if you have any questions, I'll, we can get into this a little bit later. Maybe we'll do a locker room or something like that this afternoon. Um, tweet us questions. I'll, I can help you out there, but I have to run guys. It's been a pleasure. Pat Kelsey, shout out to him. Let's go Winthrop fighting Eagles. What, what do he say? Rock the hill. Yeah, Rock the Hill. We're going to have another guest on tomorrow morning, and we'll have a little bit more time uh, tomorrow. So I've got a good guest tomorrow morning. An interesting name. An interesting name. We can can drop some hard-handed questions on them. No, we will not. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. 
My Patriot Supply has helped over 3 million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.